I go by the name of LA. Go by the name of JW. And I'm Fofo. And this is the Hype Link. Parkers. Yeah, yeah. All right, what we talking about this week, fellas? Man, top 20, but we're going to trim it down to top 50. Rolling Stones. What's it? What should I call their ass? Rolling Stones. Rolling Bullshit. Dang, man. Rolling, <laughs> rolling, rolling Reggie. That's how, that's how you feel? Rolling Reggie. Was Bond you know, in there? So, uh, so yeah, so go go run down that, that, that top list. Let's just start well, with the top top 10 to be clear. Yeah, we'll just go with the top 10. So, and full disclosure, I didn't think the top 10 were terrible, but that's the thing about a list. You got to look at the whole list. So, at uh, number 10, they had Lauren Hill, Miss Education Lauren Hill, of course, because that's the only solo album she had. Uh, number nine, Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory. Eight, Wu-Tang, Enter the Wu-Tang. Seven, Missy, So Addictive. Six, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by that boy Kanye. Five, To Pimp a Butterfly. Four, Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions. Hold us back. Three, Jay-Z, The Blueprint. Two, Outkast, Thank Only. And one, uh, B.I.G., Ready to Die. That was a top ten list. So, let's start from the top. How y'all feel about the top ten? Generally Bro, speaking. Hated it. They used didn't to like, say that back in the day. <laughs> didn't like Little it. Didn't like the top hated 10. it. Um, I didn't hate the top 10. And I'll say that because everything in the top 10 is probably in my top 50. So it's not a terrible top 10. But yeah, I would have had different albums in the top 10. The only thing I would have had in the top 10 is that Jay-Z Blueprint. Other than that, the everything rest of else them, can go. Huh? All the rest of them can go to top 500. I yeah, I would say I probably have three of these in my top. I may be wrong, maybe two, but they not far out. So to me, it's not as bad, you know, as it sounds. What do you think, LA? About the top ten, at least. Yeah, I mean, and we'll expand beyond that next. Yeah, I I wouldn't have picked those for the top ten either. Mm-hmm. But I could see how somebody else could. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like. Somebody who didn't know hip hop at all was doing the list, or is it just somebody with bad taste, or, or is it ten people trying to agree? Like as far as segment markets go, like the the person who would like the low end theory would like my dark beautiful twisted fantasy. Yeah, would like to pimp a butterfly. So like some of it's still in the same lane and is influenced by some of the other stuff that's on there too. So. And, and I will say I think it's a subjective list. You know I would say like, this. Yeah, it's definitely a subjective list. I think it's a decent list for the Rolling Stone. This ain't the source. This ain't Double XL. This is no hip hop online publication. This is yeah, the Rolling Stone. Yeah, I didn't really look at it. So with that, that, yeah, with that said, it ain't terrible. No, they probably it ain't as bad as I thought it could be. There's some classic hit, albums in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah, there each are, and every one of them. Are. Yeah. Each and every one is a hit album, and, and they may all be. Classics and I different like, cycles. I like the fact that they got Missy in there. So I, I, I love it. I take back saying that I wouldn't have picked them. But, but I, I definitely... I wouldn't have picked some of them. I wouldn't have picked Missy... 10. I wouldn't pick this Missy album in my top 10, period. But I, no, I love yeah, yeah. all the Missy's albums. I'm mistaken. Albums. I'm thinking the first Missy album. Yeah. No, Missy, this is so what, what addictive. Was what was the first one called? I, I have to look up what the name of the first one was, but this is not... Flag? This is 2001. So her first one was in... Nine, 
I don't want to misquote the year. It's in the late 90s when her first one was. This isn't the first one, but this was her most successful one, which makes sense why Rolling Stone would choose it to be yeah. in a top. Just like, I'm not sure Stank Only is my favorite Outcast album, but it's one, it's one of my favorite, and it belongs on any top 50 list. But I don't know if it's my second favorite album because it might be my second favorite Outcast album. But again, and and Jay Z's the blueprint. I'm not sure that's my favorite Jay Z album. So anyway, the point is this is a Rolling Stone list. It's not a bad list for Rolling Stone, but this is not a great top ten, you know, hip hop album list for somebody that's real seasoned in hip hop. I would say that. Yeah. This is the and I hate the stereotype, but hey, we on a podcast. White guys and white girls in New York. We got. 30 of them, and if they rank their top albums, impactful hip-hop albums, this is what they come up with. And they throw in Public Enemy to be, you know. Anyway, yeah. They and need to throw the whole company away. Well, they need to be the like, whole company? The all, whole the rolling, company all the Rolling Stones can go? <laughs> throw the whole company away, man. I mean, even if you go to number 11, well, I ain't gonna say that. That was probably uh, number 11 is Drake Take Care, which is widely regarded is what people may consider Drake's classic album, but it's not my favorite Drake album. So, I mean, this this list is full of that. And, you know, this ain't a favorite list. This, this is a what's great your, What's list. your favorite Drake album? What Thank is my later. favorite Drake album? What? Thank me later? Oh, I thought you said something. I thought you said something else. Now, I would say between Thank Me Later or... um, Or was it... Uh, Jesus. So Far Gone. Which I guess some people consider a mixtape, too. But between Thank Me Later So Far Gone and, and Take Care is somewhere on there. I like Take Care. I don't yeah. dislike it, but take, it's not my favorite is, Drake For album. me, it's, 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 my, it's my favorite. I don't. It's not my favorite. And furthermore, I don't think it's his best. And I but, also but don't I do think like, it's his I do, like, uh, I do like Thank Me Later. I do like that. I do like that one. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this list is full of that. But nothing. I don't think anything in the top 10 was egregious. We got some egregious picks on here. This, this is my opinion. There are some egregious picks on yeah, like here. That Marshall Mathers, that shouldn't be in nobody's top 100. And they got Marshall Mathers LP at 25, right behind Nas's Illmatic and right ahead of Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt and Outkast Equimini. So, and four spots know, like, ahead of All Eyes on Me. They got Tupac at number 29. If you, yep. if you call this list the most influential, then I, I think that order might be right on point. Yeah, and to be fair, the list is the greatest. It didn't say the best or my favorite. It said the greatest. I mean, there's I a lot of great, impactful albums on this list. Marshall Mathers LP was impactful. Yeah, that's what and I'm I liked too. it too. I liked the, I liked it, but again, that's not to me one of uh, Eminem's best albums. But you know, or am I getting it mixed up? No, maybe Marshall Mathers LP was. Rolling Stones has failed us, man. They has failed us, really failed us. I think they need to. They ain't failed me. They ain't owe me nothing. I ain't expect nothing from them. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah there's some egregious stuff. Like, I mean, all eyes on me being 29 is is blasphemous. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Snoop Dogg, doggy style, whether you're talking about greatness or your favorite or whatever, being at 35 is blasphemous, man. Um, Having, I don't know, man, having the chronic at 40 is ridiculous. Straight out of company at 49, if it's supposed to be influential, is uh, yeah, way. Yeah. Because I mean, come on, man. Uh, 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 a juvenile 400 degrees, man. Come oh, on, man. The Missy Super Duper Flies at 47. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, they. I guess they did the same thing with Dre, too, because Dr. Dre's The Chronic is 40, but I think The Chronic 2001 is 
somewhere in the teens, and I would oh, definitely no. have that reversed. <laughs> yeah, Chronic 2001 is in, uh, number 13. So, and then they got Clips, Lord Willing, right ahead of Chronic 2001. So, I yeah, it's... There's some egregious stuff, and you know I I called it out before the podcast, so I'll say it now. Having Cardi B at number sixteen in a vacuum is not a bad thing. Invasion of Privacy was a great album, and it's full of hits, full of hits. So I understand the impact and the greatness, and Cardi B ushering in, in this whole new wave of of female MCs that are able to be successful, um, doing what they want to do. But I also being, don't even think she should be number sixteen. Yeah, being at sixteen ahead of some of the stuff it's ahead of. I mean, including DMX is dark as hell and hell is hot. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy is better than that. Illmatic, Reasonable Doubt, Equimini, All Eyes on Me. I mean, come on, man. Doggy a- Style, Only Built for Cuban Links, Good Kid, Mad City, The it Carter Three, The Chronic, Late Registration. Invasion of Privacy is better than all those. I-, I don't think so, but she, but she definitely belongs on the list. But sixteen is no, it might be high, some affirmative high. action going on. You see- <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, and you don't need affirmative action to put Cardi B on the list. Invasion of Privacy is a, is a great album. It's a great collection. I'm it's a great collection of songs. 16, you might need somebody Latin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the Latin representation. Well, bring Fat Joe in. You need to do that, man. Well, Wayne should have two albums on there, to be honest with you. Look, does he only have one on there? He had one of the mixtapes on there, too. Yeah, he yeah. the Drought uh, 3 is on there, and, the, and um, the Carter 3 is on there. Um, but yes, Lil Wayne should have more than that. And like I said, if you need Latin representation, Fat Joe is somebody who's, if you want to talk about Cardi B's album being great, her album is great in the same way Fat Joe's albums used to be great in the early 2000s. It was full of hits, mostly catchy songs. It wasn't like an album thematically always, but he had bangers on there. So I I don't know, man. It's a lot of stuff that's missing, but given who made the list, I'm not surprised, but it's not a great top 200 list, but it, it's what I expected from, you know, Rolling Stone. And the way I see it, whenever conversations like this come up, we can have this conversation. But at the end of the conversation, I would tell XXL and the source, you show us what the top 200 is. I would, show, I would tell anybody else the same thing. It ain't going to be this, but I wouldn't, if I'm a publication, I'm not wasting my time talking bad about what another publication put together as far as the list. Y'all should be doing that. Yeah, man, that list is trash, man. So that being <laughs> said, throw the whole list in the trash, huh? Yeah, this is a hype late podcast, man. We are out. Peace. Peace, peace.